Howdy, podcast people. This is added to the list, Reality Rewind, where we recap the biggest reality shows on TV. This episode will start with our closing thoughts on the Traders Australia before diving right into season 25 premiere of Big Brother. We'll recap the cast, the challenges, the themes, and our thoughts for what we think will happen going forward. My name is Graham Capito, and I am joined, as always, by Alonzo Ramont and Zach Schultz. Hello. Howdy, fellas. Hey, hey, hey. Alonzo, Real, uh, really? Oh, what? I was going to say Alonzo's winning uh, in our in our poll from last episode. Uh, so he's, you know, uh, per, per contract, um, he is getting the second billing. Um, but hey, the poll is open on our last episode through the end of the year. So if you want Zach to creep up into the number one spot, go vote. Hey, I know for a fact, I think my mom just voted on the poll. <laughs> oh, wow. Like okay. literally a couple minutes ago. Well, that would give us, uh, according to my calculations, an even split in the vote. <laughs> so we're neck and neck. Oh, I'm coming after you. Yeah. Good Yikes. Yep. That's. Spotify, our our Spotify feed could be on Apple. I haven't really checked, but it's on the Spotify feed if people want to go vote. It's on our last episode. Um, but this episode, as I said, we are going to be giving our closing thoughts on traders. We've been going two episodes at a time, but because Big Brother season 25 is upon us, we thought let's just wrap it up so we can really get in to the main course. A reality TV for the year, which of course is Big Brother. Um, so we are just going to recap from episode five all the way to the end our thoughts on Traders, um, what we thought, uh, Traders Australia, what we thought um, on the show overall. So, uh, Alonzo, I know you'd already seen it before. I don't know how much of it you rewatched, but what what do you think overall of season one, The Traders? Listen, I think The Traders is peak reality TV. Um, you know, UK is my favorite uh, version of the show, but uh, Australia was second for me. I think Australia had a lot of twists and turns involving the actual Traders. Um I think you saw in this season the traders actually betraying each other. Um, so we start out with uh, the traders being Nigel, Marielle, Angus, and Clear. 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 Um, Clear. 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 Um, and uh, everybody's on to Angus and everybody's on to Claire pretty early on. Mm hmm. So they unfortunately get eliminated. Two of my favorites. They were two of my favorites. Um, oh, Angus and Claire? Just, Angus and Claire. Uh, yeah, I mm. just, I feel like they're probably the nicest people in the world. I just thought they were, I just, I just really enjoyed mm. them. Um, but you could tell like, Nigel and Marielle, they're game players, you know? They were game players. And I think Nigel might not have even hit the gas had Marielle not. And oh, so what we learn sure. In episode six, I believe, by this point, Angus and Claire are eliminated. They're found out. Um, and so then a new trader comes to the group, Alex. 
Um, they offer Alex a, to be a traitor. And then guess what happens? Alex betrays Marielle and Marielle goes home. Um, and who, who Marielle was kind of the front runner, you know, for a lot of, for a lot of the season. Uh, and then Marielle and, or excuse me, Alex and Nigel are the two traitors remaining. They and that's off, crazy because Alex, off. what? Go ahead. Oh, no, but just Alex was very much in the background in the very beginning. Like, you did not see oh, her a lot. She, but then she became she such be, a huge part. She becomes a very big part. Um, so, so Alex and Nigel offer a traitorship to Kate, who had been one of the leaders of the faithful. Kate turns it down. Um, or, or Kate does not turn it down. Kate becomes a traitor. Mm -hmm. Because uh, Nigel, by that point, um, it was actually Alex alone. Alex alone. Okay. Yeah. Cause she turned again on Nigel. Uh, I think yes. had Nigel had it his way, honestly, from the very beginning, it would have been him and his three traitor buddies riding it out to the end. I think he was I very loyal and was really dragging his feet on having to vote out any of the other traitors because when Alex joined the rest of the house to flip pretty soon on Marielle after Alex became a traitor, Nigel didn't wasn't a part of that vote, which yeah. ultimately made it easy for Alex to turn on him uh, and get right. him out and as I, well. Well, and I think the only reason he even went along with Marielle is because he was threatened. He He felt like if I don't go along with her, she's going to eliminate me. So mm -hmm. um, I think that's where his gameplay kind of came in. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really, really liked Nigel. I thought he was definitely one of the smartest players. Um, he also just seemed like a super nice guy and really was incredible at the challenges. Um, but I will say his downfall for sure uh, in my eyes, was his loyalty because um, he he was very reluctant to turn on the traitors when they first brought Alex in. They were like, he was like, okay, let's let's all pinky promise we're all gonna go to the end together. We're not gonna turn on each other. And the two girls were like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, definitely, definitely. Um, but I mean, you could just see it in their eyes, you know. And the confessionals immediately, they were like, yeah, we we're not doing this. This is a load of crap. Um, but he was really loyal to his pack of traitors. And that was ultimately, you know, I, I feel like anyone who had any sort of blind loyalty to someone else uh, that was used against them pretty quickly. Um, I think that was sort of my biggest takeaway. If I would ever play traitors is that you cannot trust a soul. Um, and if you put your trust in someone, you are very likely going to have that turn on you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that, that, and, and I think because they have no sense of who to trust. I think it's a little different in Big Brother because Big Brother, there's a lot of time of sitting around just talking and talking gameplay and strategy. And mm -hmm. this is not as much of that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, and there's so no, it can be harder. Yeah. 
there's no uh, like secret well there are secret alliances in big brother but it's not like you don't know who the hoh is exactly and there's not like so with traders there's that overarching plot where there's the entire group is in it together to one earn the money but also find the traders and you don't really i don't you know at least from what i've seen from big brother i've literally watched one episode uh, and it was the opening episode so there wasn't a ton of like the actual nitty-gritty well, stuff well, big brother you know there are other alliances that you're not in you know you know yeah, you that on the traders it's you think we're all on one big team and you're trying to figure out yeah. who you're not on the team you know like you're um, always so, playing the game yeah. yeah so i think that's really interesting i think we see that in the finale with Alex and Craig, who are the last mm. two. And Craig is just like, we made it. The, the faithful. We're going to win. We're going to split this money. It's going to oh. be amazing. Yeah. And then Alex is like, you stupid SOB. You know, I got gotcha. you. I win. That so was Alex, Alex wins the traders. Yeah. That was so, that was so heartbreaking to watch. Just Craig on so many levels because you're watching him go through this turmoil as he's like going back and forth. It almost felt like, like an episode of the bachelor, like who's he going to choose to take Mm -hmm. with him to the end, Kate or Alex. And they're both telling him the same exact thing. And he's telling them the same thing. Like, Oh my gosh, you're right. Okay. I'll vote with you. Mm -hmm. No, you're right. I'll vote with you. Um, And just to see it on his face, like we did it, we got them. And he turns to Alex who he built this, strong bond with uh-huh. kate knew it kate was fighting for her life because she kn- knew that really she had C- alex had craig wrapped around her finger yeah i thought he might flip but when he didn't you know i think kate you know she had seen it coming um and just just the well, look on craig's face um as he slowly looks at her yep. for like 15 seconds and his face I mean, it feels like forever that he just looks but what's crazy, the, even the build up, because imagine being him, and then there's two traders with him, and they know they're traders. They know they're both traders. So they know that he's going to either pick one of them and they're going to split the money with him two ways, or he's going to eliminate the other trader, and then I get to keep all the money. And so it created amazing gameplay. But then once Kate announces that she's a trader, He's like, yeah, oh, yeah, we did it. Oh, yeah, I'm so glad I chose Alex. And then Alex is like, sorry, old man. Got to put you out the pasture. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It it takes him, like, longer than I would have thought. I think he was just in shock because he's celebrating and he's turning to her and she's not really celebrating, which my first thought would be like, okay maybe maybe she still thinks i might be a traitor Um, but then he says he's a faithful and like turns to her like see look we're both safe right and then she looks at him and like puts her hands like this Uh and just like stares at him shakes her head (laughs) and how long he just looks at her and then goes it is the longest what what did he Uh say he he was like smiling and then and then like looking intently for probably five seconds and then just goes Oh no. <laughs> she's like, yeah. It's, it, that pause felt. I haven't watched that episode in months and I still remember that moment. Like, Riddle. that pause felt like forever. 
absolutely brutal. What a great show. Yeah. Oh my God. And now I've started the UK version. Uh, and just, I'm, I've been comparing the two and like, I feel like the UK version is going to be a lot more emotionally damaging to these people. Uh, like the girl that's like leading this guy on, even though she's in a relationship with one of the guys in the game, I'm like, this poor mofo is going to get his heart broken. And it's Matt and Matt is living his best life. He's like. This is about to be forever, honey. We gonna we yeah. He's like, she's so sweet and she's so nice. Like, <laughs> we really hit it off. And then she's like, I'm playing the game. Yeah. yeah no. And well, you know what? I biggest note about uh, the other traders compared to the Australian traders. Something that I genuinely miss is the tracksuits. I love the tracksuits in the Australian traders. I think that is a hilarious touch that they've added that they added. I don't know why they added it, but I love that. Overall, I think this show is one of the best like it's it's like top quality TV. You know, mm-hmm. it is just high budget, it's high stakes, you know, there's there's drama, but it's also easy to watch. It's not like, you know, horrible. You know, it's not awkward in any way unless, you know, a huge showdown sort of thing is happening but yeah it was a great time yeah i totally agree i think it's uh, it's especially compared to the uk for me this season is some of the best like social gameplay i've ever seen they're much more strategic minded in this season um and just this show versus other shows you're right the uk they're they're leading a lot with their heart you don't really have as far as i remember these like really cutthroat traitor hunters like you did with mark and kate um, right and it's a lot of just everyone pleading i'm 100 percent faithful i'm faithful i got it um where here got it got oh, it you could play a drink that'd be a fun drinking game watch the uk traders <laughs> anytime they say gutted um, you're. I don't think you're gonna make it to the end of the episode. <laughs> but they are so strategic in this season, um, with the how they're thinking about people, even when they're even when they're wrong. They have like these elaborate theories. Um, they do, and I think it's interesting that, like you said, it's not emotional. They're not thinking about like their friends for the most part. You know, mm-hmm. they they're like, cause like look at Angus and Claire. People liked them. They were nice people, but they're like, you're a traitor, so you got to go. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's no, yeah, there was a lot more like, you know, I would, I would never suspect that the Australian of the three countries that we've seen the traitors from, that the Australian people would seem the coldest. <laughs> but I would say, yeah, they seem the coldest of what I've seen. They like, they seem like that. We don't care about you know the personal relationships that we're creating here. We're about winning money. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Well, it seems because they are definitely making these relationships, but they you're right. They're not afraid to cut them, cut people loose or vote for these people who they feel really close to. I, it was so heartbreaking, again, to watch Craig vote out Nigel because um, Nigel was like, come on, man, you got to believe me. And Craig's like, you're a great friend. I love right, your brother. Right. I think we'll, hopefully we can survive this. I just don't know what to do when he like puts his name down and it's like he- heads in his hands. He's like crying almost because he has to vote out his friend who ends up being a traitor. Um, yeah. But yeah. It's fantastic TV. I will say 
the challenges um, this season. I'm trying to remember a lot of the challenges from the UK version. I think I prefer the American and the UK challenges for sure. Yeah, that these ones they they were hit and miss for me. A lot of them just seemed more like flash, but not a lot of substance. Like the paintball mm-hmm. challenge. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember some of the others. The the final challenge. The final challenge for me was a huge letdown. They just have to rappel down this like waterfall, which looks really cool. Um, and I think the biggest part of it was like just getting over the fear because none of them had ever done anything like this before. But it didn't really seem strategic. Like I couldn't tell, like it seemed like how fast they were going was more dependent on the, you know, production crew lowering them down and raising yeah. them back up. Yeah. Um, it, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, th- strategy as far as, um, you know, how to win these challenges. Um, yeah, it didn't take yeah. skill necessarily. Yeah. It did not. It did not take a whole lot of skill. And something that I find I found interesting both in this one and the UK version about the challenges is that people would try and sort of bring in the how do we find a traitor into the challenges. To me, the challenges and the rest of the show almost feel like they're two separate things. Because they're challenge traitors and faithful alike, they both want to win. We're all after the same pot of money. Um, and so sometimes people would say, Oh, I want to do really well in this challenge to show everyone that, you know, I'm a good faithful, which has nothing to do with anything. The traders want that pot to grow right. just as much as that's, anyone else. So that yeah. never makes sense to me when people say that. I agree. Uh, and that's one of the things I didn't like, but but I like about the mole, which is very similar to the traders. Yeah, because the say. mole, if I'm the mole, I'm trying to sabotage the challenges so that we lose. And so then everybody's suspicious of like, if I stumble in a challenge, they're like, oh, you have to be a mole because you effed up, you know. So I, I, I prefer that because um, the mole and the traders are very similar to one another. Now I got to look up this mole <laughs> show. They are. I I. So. If I was to pick one, I'd say I think the mole is better. What the traders has going for it for me is the sort of like banishment room talks uh-huh. um, and the like mystery of everyone just trying to figure out we need to find these traders or we're not going to be here any longer because it's not super imperative to like the mole isn't eliminating people um, right, right. from the rest of the group. And but what the mole has going for it, obviously, is it's like you said, the challenges, the mole is trying to throw challenges or get other people to throw the challenges so they get the money like they are actively against each other as far as who's getting the money. And, you know, some people sometimes you might want people to think you're the mole when you're not because then they are going to vote wrong and that might send them to go home. It's just, it's a lot more intricate. I think um, just gameplay wise. Um, Also the production value is really high. I I highly recommend Zach that you watch them all. It's really good. It is Netflix. Netflix. And the viewer doesn't know who the mole is. So you're also like playing along. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'll add to the list. 
And it's there you go, add it to the list. Ding 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 ding. So the other great thing about the mole is every episode, everybody has to basically try to guess who they think the mole is because they by answering these questions. And whoever gets the largest number wrong, the largest number of questions wrong, is eliminated. So you want to each episode be getting closer to who you think the mole is. But they give you these clues and they're like, do you think was the mole born in 19 between 1970 and 1975 or between 1982 and 1998? You know, like it's all these guests. You're trying to guess these things about people and you want to learn about their personal lives and what they do back home because that gives you clues. Every episode gives you more clues as to who, honestly, it has that element, Graham, of claim to fame where mm-hmm. you're kind of get, you get these little clues yep. about everybody. I just made that correlation as I was talking about it. You get those little bitty clues, but yeah, the mole I think is one of the best. And you know, there wasn't a, a, a mole maybe 20 years ago. Uh, Anderson Cooper hosted the show. Really? Um, yeah. So there were a couple seasons. Then there was Celebrity Mole. Um, but then now they have the remake on Netflix, which I thought was an excellent season. Very, very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where it's like people in individual like rooms? Or is that the circle? That's the, the circle. circle. That's the circle. Is yeah, I've heard you guys talk about that one as well. Yeah, yeah, but that yeah. one's totally different in terms of like it's all isolation. Oh, that's totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the I feel like it's the traders, traders ends up coming down to like it's more social play and like manipulation and lying to people. Um, the the traders is it's just all about basically who can lie the best, who can like blend in. Um, and the mole, I think there's just a lot more strategy behind like the actual challenges themselves. Like, how do we get this money? Do I want to just increase the pot? Do I want to make myself look suspicious? There's just a lot more layers to the mole, I think. Um, not to say that the traders isn't a great show. Um, and sometimes I feel like the mole might a little be, might be a little too, um, overproduced you know like it, it's, it's it's highly produced uh-huh oh, it yeah. doesn't have that reality <laughs> show feel to it which um some people might like some might not but um yeah i i final thoughts for me on the traders australia i thought it was fantastic i thought the the cast was was really great um uh, some of the standouts for me were mark uh kate and nigel they, I think they were my my three favorite. Um, I really wanted Kate to win, um, but I think Alex absolutely deserved it. Um, also, her cause, like what she wanted to do with the money, was really nice. Like starting a family with a girlfriend. Um, thought that was good. Um, but yeah, I uh, loved it, and I'm really looking forward to season two. That, at least for the Australian version, comes out. I just looked it up. It was like August nineteenth or thirteenth, like like yeah, like a week. Like it's really soon. oh shoot, yeah. that's exciting. Uh yeah. In uh, fact, I think they already have the contestants uh, uh, announced. They do. So, yeah, yeah. 
they do. It's um, it's and I think um, Ashlyn was telling me it's got some people from different reality shows, sort of like the American version. We ha- we're having some reality show stars. I think some she said some people from Below Deck, um, yeah. as well. So yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Um, but we're gonna take a real quick break, and then when we come back, we're gonna get into uh the the big meat and potatoes of reality tv that is big brother the season premiere 25 gonna break it down talk about the cast uh, what we we think about the season where we think it's gonna go uh who we think's gonna win and just our overall thoughts uh we'll be right back with all of that And we are back to talk about Big Brother, the season 25 premiere. Uh, we had quite an eventful night, I'd say. We we learned uh, the theme of this season. I don't know if it had already been announced or not, but we are doing a sort of multiversal, uh, multiverse of madness, Big Brother thing. Everyone's doing multiverse now. It's just what the cool kids are into um we we met the cast we had an initial challenge uh we we didn't actually crown an hoh which uh was surprising um but we met all of our new players for this season quite an interesting group of people i thought uh what were your all's thoughts on this season's cast well this is my first time watching any of big brother so this is a really interesting thing because like the biggest thing with this season, like 25th season of a show is a big deal. And they're like the big, the first thing that Julie Chin Moonvest says whenever the show starts is like, we're changing everything. And like things are getting different. And this is not the big brother, you know, and I'm like, I don't even know big brother. So all this new stuff, like not choosing the head of the household immediately, that doesn't seem like a weird thing to me. It all just seems like, you know what is normally happening but yeah i'm very confused and interested but the cast seems very interesting they seem diverse uh, and they seem like a lot of fun i'm excited to see how they you know devolve yeah yeah i i i was i'm very uh su- pleasantly uh, i'm just not not even surprised i'm i feel very pleasant about our cast this year um very diverse um an age as well um a lot of interesting people with strange backgrounds um like bowie jane the judge slash dj by night um we got um we we have a a former survivor player's son um playing um and there was a, a bit of a uh reveal at the end of the episode regarding him and his mom uh joining the house uh for this yep. season that was like the big the kind of like the big twist at the end is that she is joining in yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, alonzo what do you think about uh our our cast well you know i've been waiting a long time and they pushed the season start date back um, so it's very exciting to get started. This was a very, very busy week for me. So I actually watched the first episode at like two o'clock in the morning. 
Um, but it did keep my attention uh, for a full hour or hour and a half. Uh, so I'm excited. I think it is an interesting cast. I, I always like when they have a diverse cast. You know, it's like, I'm an Asian guy, but I'm from the country. You know, um, I think the diversity doesn't just stop at race. It, Like you said, it goes into people's kind of odd backgrounds and backstories and where they're from and what they do, uh, which I think is really interesting. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, and we also learned of uh, the the theme, I guess you would say. Um, I'll say that this is only my second season of Big Brother, um, so I'm somewhere in between Zach and Alonzo as far as diehard fans and never seen it before. Um, I don't exactly remember what last season's was. I want to say it was like some sort of old school. No, 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 that's not what it was. It was um, like a like a music festival. Um, like BB Fest. BB Fest, yeah, and they, they did some plays on that with some of the challenges, like Brochella or something like that. Um, this year, as I said, they're getting into the multiverse, multiversal hype, uh, and it looks like the house has been split into lots of different themes. Um, some Julie Chin Moonves showed some former Big Brother players sneaking into the house with a time machine, time travel device. I hated that. I hated that it. That was silly as hell. And they, they released it on social media earlier in the week. Uh-huh. So you kind of saw some of it. And I'm like, okay. But they, they love doing these big season premiere things. And there's always some kind of thing sort of like this. So I went along with it. <laughs> Just yeah. like this weird little sketch in the middle of it. But it did it did feel, from my understanding, very big brother as far as, you know, it brought in old players. There was yeah. some lore there. It got just really wacky, you know, like sort of you know, Zingbot and all of those silly things that yeah. Big Brother seems to be known for. Um just a reason as to why the house looks uh, like it does and is going to be acting like it does. I'm wondering if this means we're going to be bringing in some more old players, like if that's how they're going to introduce yeah. players um, from the past to come in or from other reality uh, TV universes uh, like we're getting uh, with um, our player who just joined uh, at the end of the episode. I don't really understand. First of all, I don't know what the scramble verse is there. It, it looks like the house and competitions and, and whatnot are being brought broken down into the comic verse, the uh, scary verse. It's like a uh, joke one. Uh, oh, the humiliverse. Yeah. yeah. And then the scramble verse, which I guess just means things aren't as they seem like for that challenge. They had like headlines that were the opposite of, of what they should have been for big brother. Um, and it looked like J- Julie Chin mentioned um, it, during the episode that occasionally like the multi-dimensional whatever would start to affect the house and the scramble verse was taking over because like all the different dimensions had orbs that were glowing. And she said the the scramble versus is glowing. So that's going to affect uh, the challenge or the house or whatever. Well, it was not very clear to me. I was very confused. It was, about I had it. to look. I had to look it up. The scramble verse was what is why we didn't get head of household. 
it's why we got the nomination challenge instead. Oh. Um, it scrambled things up. That's uh, that's why that this is my issue with the, the first episode. I think they try to cram too freaking much into it, and it's live. It's live TV. Um, and they cram in these challenges. There's four different challenges. They're, they're all split into different groups. So we do learn who the first nominees are. Mm-hmm. There's four nominees for eviction. Yeah. Um, three three nominees, right? Four, because I think What's-Her-Name got added into the nominees at the end. I think she's thought oh. of. Sorry? I think no, no, so. No, it's Felicia. Felicia. Oh, Felicia. Felicia's nominated. So I so I think they were they were divided into four times four is is sixteen, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so there's four nominees. Four nominees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Kyle, uh, I think that was his name, Kyle got pulled into the um basically the upside down. Or Corey, that was his name, got pulled into the um uh scary verse area we don't know where he is i will say uh the next day i when did i watch it? i watched it yesterday and i was watching the live feed um afterwards because that's on paramount plus now you don't have to go to like some mm-hmm. website i don't know if, how long it's been on there but uh cory was back so they're at least they at least didn't keep him there for more than a few days they didn't kill him. <laughs> the Corey is alive. We can we know that at least. Dragged by the monster hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, that's in- it's interesting. The the people that were <laughs> nominated, I can't lie. I was like, not three black people being nominated on the first day. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> they said, uh, we not doing the cookout no more. That ain't <laughs> Taylor won last year too. Nah, we good this year. I'm kidding, <laughs> but I, it was kind of funny to me that I was like, not three black people being nominated, but uh, so we got we got the people that were nominated. Um, Jared, uh, who is the son of three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kristen, right? I think it is it Kirsten. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, that name pretty, is a landmine, man. I can never get it. She's 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 very pretty, very pretty. Felicia. Felicia's the older lady. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually Felicia. Felicia. Yeah, thank you. Come on, Graham, for the corrections. Uh, and Corey. Did I say that right? Yeah, I right on the money. All right. Yep. So they're they're up for nominations, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, so I'm yep. interested to see how what happens now. I'm I'm interested to see. Now, here's my question because I've never seen Big Brother before. How do they choose head of the household? Another competition. It's all competitions. Okay, so, so it's normally... not a voted on thing. It's not like <laughs> Stars on Mars. <laughs> no. Let's not reference Stars on Mars. <laughs> Big Brother. I have oh. I have since stopped watching Stars on Mars. Good. Oh. Um, so yeah, so there's normally a head of household competition, which head of household is normally the hardest competition of the week. Um, often it is a, it is a, uh, dur a durability. That's not the word I'm trying to say. Endurance. Endurance challenge. Um, 
And so sometimes they'll start it on Thursday's episode, but we won't see what happened until Sunday because they have to stay on this wall for the longest. And sometimes it's literally like two and a half hours or, you know, yeah, it's insanity. So I'm in, I'm so interested and excited to see what tonight's head of household challenge is going to be. I will say it seems like so much fun to be on this show. It seems like it would be so much fun. Yeah, but also you're in a house locked away from the world for 90 days. Also, this time it's 100 days. Oh, yeah. They did extend That's another big difference. So what's the norm? You said 90 days? Yeah, it's normally like, it's normally between 80 and 90. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is the, is is this the longest they've ever stayed in the house? I think 100, it was 100 in the early days, I believe, in the middle, maybe not the very first episodes very first seasons but somewhere in the middle i think they may have gone up to 100 but this might be the longest i mean 100 days that's a long time also, this show is going to be on until what mid october early november that's what why this is the meat and days? potatoes yeah, I'm yeah what's longer than that because well if it were on for just three months um it would uh we'd get september and then Oct- so it would end in early November. Um, okay. But it's more, yes, yeah, so like mid November, I guess. So it'll be before Thanksgiving, which is why. Uh, it'll be the holiday season by the time this is ended. Yeah. It's weird. We're about to go on yeah. a journey, folks. I'm excited. And Survivor's not that long. Survivor's, I think it's 30 days. Is that right? survivor yeah it, it 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 lowered i think it was in the 40s and then because of covid they cut it in half so now it's in like the 20s um okay. and it and it hasn't gone back to pre-covid uh amount of time yeah Got it. maybe they will with this season who knows because I've, I've heard that we're getting longer episodes also it's it's coming out really soon i don't know why especially with this rider strike it i don't is. know why they're not like Okay, wait till Big Brother's over, boom, Survivor. Wait until Survivor's over, boom, Amazing Race. Like CBS is just <laughs> cramming all this in during football season. Like who made this decision? Yeah, and that's I hate it because football is on CBS and mm-hmm. it's like all impacted. Like Big Brother gets moved around all season. Because it's Sundays, it. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see what happens and and what day is usually live thursday thursday okay okay every thursday is is live because that's the eviction night Mm. just wait till my favorite week double eviction oh that man those are so crazy um so zach they um like they'll have an eviction and at least londo you could explain it better but they have an eviction and then like they're all expecting to go about like their their I guess just go right into a head of household competition and then like just have a normal week. But it's like boom, head of household competition, boom, uh nomination and then like eviction again. Yeah, basically they play a week's worth of the game in one night. Oh so they God. play head of household competition. They the not the get the head of household like you should see them like quickly meeting with each person to to and each person please their case of why they shouldn't be nominated and then they put two people on the block then they play power of veto then if you win the veto then you got to change the nominations 
then somebody else goes home the same night. So two people leave in one night, but they don't know it's about to happen. It just happens. So so it doesn't come out and be like, this is happening tonight. They just, it just, no, it's after somebody goes home. They're all like, okay, cool. And then she's like, wait, 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 wait. Oh, right? like double eviction! You know, <laughs> so, I haven't even watched it, and I'm reacting like I am. And there's a lot of because everyone is like so thrown off guard and like put on the back foot. Like there's a lot of just like alliance shifting and backstabbing. I, uh-huh. if I remember correctly, that might have been how Michael went out last. It is exactly season. how Michael, who um, was maybe the front runner in most people's minds to win the game last year, yeah. and he was caught off guard because people use it as a chance. They're like, wait, we have to get rid of a big target tonight. Like, let's use this to our advantage. And you could see like the fear in his eyes. He was scrambling. He was making pleas for people. I'm pretty sure it was Turner. And he was like, from one gay man to another, like you cannot vote me out. Like that we are representing a people here. Like he was like, (laughs) He was going. He was throwing he his friends up. under the bus. Uh, it was crazy. Oh, his, his best friend in the house. He was like, oh, "She's yeah. worthless. She's this. She's blah 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 blah." Put her up, not me. Like it was wild. I mean, if you never, if you don't watch season twenty four, you just gotta watch the double eviction episode. It is <laughs> the best TV. Like it is. Michael lost it. Mike Michael was basically winning all the competitions last He's year. Insane. And so finally people were like, we have to get rid of him or he's gonna just barrel through this game. Um and so when he when he got evicted, he said, I would like to just say one thing. And then he just turns and walks out and doesn't hug anybody, doesn't say goodbye, like storms out of the house. <laughs> Brain teeth. So excited for this season. Scott's going to eat it all up. Um, I see why people get intense with it, though, because the prize is (laughs) $750,000. Yeah. Insane. Stupid amount of money. Like, it's so crazy that the traders, they have to split $100,000. And this one, like, and sometimes they don't even get that amount of money. This they just one person gets nearly a million dollars. Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot of money, and I think it's interesting that Sari from Survivor and the Traders is in the house. Sari, I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil the Traders, the American version, but I'm going to. So spoiler alert. Three actually wins the Traders US as a trader. Like she and she oh, hosted dude. through the game. Like she gave the mom the I'm um, the mom vibes to people. There were a couple people who raised an eyebrow with her, but then they were gone. She got rid of them. She is a master manipulator. She is a she is an amazing strategist, which is why. She's so popular in Survivor. Um, and Man. so I'm so interested. But like we we talked about it before we started recording that you just see her at the tail end of the episode and she's like pouring champagne. Champagne, yeah. It's like she was waiting so, for them. So mm-hmm. I don't even know if the house guests realized that she was a house guest. I mean, I, I think they were confused. I, I know I was, I mean, I think, 
I knew she was a house guest because somebody spoiled it for me. Mm. Um, but what did you guys think about that? Well, when they first showed her, it was like they did they didn't even mention her. It was like a cutaway to a commercial and they just showed the house and it was someone pouring champagne. I was like, Oh wow, like who cut to this production staff pouring <laughs> everyone drinks? It was a live yeah. show. And then they and but then the challenge is over and they're all walking back to the house and she's still there. And I'm like, oh. Um and and they, she turned around and we're like, oh, okay. So this is who this is. This is and everyone's reaction on. was like, oh, it's her. Originally, like it was almost kind of like some excited reactions. But from what you say, I would have been terrified. The fact that she won the US right. trainer. But that's like, but that's, that? that's why I say maybe they didn't realize who she was maybe they just thought oh she's here to pour us drinks or whatever because she didn't participate in any challenges which is kind of weird mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm thinking from cbs's perspective they thought this is a big cbs reality show player that all of these people will recognize her and it'll get a big reaction at the end of the episode and i just think it fell a little flat in my opinion um yeah i agree you well, know they... i, I I think it fell a little flat. Yeah, they they didn't really give it any explanation at all. They just like yeah. let the house guest run into her, and it was at that weird end of the episode where Julie is setting up like the week ahead, and then we yeah. just get like everyone talking over each other live while uh -huh. they like go they make themselves cereal or something. Oh, yeah. for sure, they um, love that shot. <laughs> and I think I think maybe they thought we were gonna get more like. <gasps> like excitement yelling and screaming i don't even know yeah it seems like half of them didn't put it together who she was or if she was even a player um yeah I, and I'll, i will be interested to see if they keep the her relationship a secret i'm sure they will if they even I can ask has there ever been a like, uh, like family duo really there was a there was an actually an entire season of duos where you were secretly aligned with somebody, you were secretly related to somebody, and everybody else didn't know it. There have been seasons where people were related to each other and they didn't know it. What? <laughs> like a brother and a sister separated at birth. <gasps> no way! Brother found them, put them on this show, and they literally found out on live TV that they were siblings. Oh my god. Oh, is Big Brother that is, evil? Is it, is, it, is it bad? I mean, they're called Big Brother. I think there's a bit of... They're not beating around the bush. They, they tell you what they are. <laughs> there, There is a season, season 17, where there's a twin twist, where these twins switch out every couple days <laughs> um, and play the game. Um, one of the most iconic players in Big Brother history is Dave Vaughn. And Davon is the first person, black lady. She's wearing her sunglasses. She's sitting out in the backyard and she's just looking. And she looks and she said, she's a twin. <laughs> and she's like, look at the body. And she starts calling people over. This was actually Davon's downfall. This is a good example of like not calling out these kind of things. She should have kept it to herself because she starts calling people over and she's like, look at them. She's like, yesterday, she was 15 pounds skinnier. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, 
this one is all perky and she likes to flirt with the boys and blah, 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 blah. And this, but the other one, she likes to be more quiet and lay by the pool and blah. And this one exercises and this one doesn't. This one likes snacks and this one eats vegetables. Like she was like, but when analyzing, when, investigating, when you're in this house with people 24 seven, yeah, most of the time you're not thinking about TV. You're just living in a house. And so you notice all of these things. Um, so, yeah, some of the twists have been phenomenal. So I'm, I'm very excited to see what they're going to make happen with this season. I, I did read on Twitter that I think some people start to find out that Jared is Suri's son. Um, but I think there are already two big alliances and I won't say it here because we've not had a next, another episode, but I think there are already two big alliances in the house. So, and that's just from like accidentally scrolling on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like not mm. looking, not oh, looking for it. So I'm, I'm excited to see. Sari is very cerebral. So it'll be interesting because sometimes they do a good job of like, getting those people out quick but uh, most of the time it's like well we'll save her for next week we'll get her next time and then another target comes up mm-hmm. it's 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 the game of dan giesling my favorite big brother player of all time from season six or season 10 um you know graham we've talked about it he planned his own funeral and all that crap like insane insane and these people kept falling for his bs every week and then he won the game you know so we'll yeah. see i honestly have a hard time imagining that like it seems like everyone who is on a reality show is a reality show like super fan and so for anyone to pull off something like that nowadays i just don't even know if that's possible i i watch bits and pieces of that season and he i mean like time and time and again skirted death like it was was remarkable it was it was like hey head of household i know you're in charge but you should eliminate your boyfriend and here's why here's why you should eliminate your boyfriend and keep me and she did it insane it ah. insane I, i will i will say i was um when I was checking out the live feed the other day, I saw Suri and I think his name is, I think they pronounce it Heisem. Um, uh-huh. He's the 45 year old uh, geriatric physician. Um, he was on an exercise bike and they were whispering to each other, um, talking, so definitely talking gameplay. It was like, you couldn't really make out what they were saying, but it was unmistakable gameplay talk. Um, so that could be interesting. I I think a team up between those two could be very interesting. Um, yeah, I yeah, cannot so go ahead. Heis, you're talking about Heisem. He is, like you said, the geriatric physician, 45 mm-hmm. years old. He looks like he's in great shape for sure. So if I'm Sari, I think that's a smart move in your alliance. You want to have people who are cerebral. You want to have people with great social game. You want to have somebody that um, can do the endurance challenges, uh, you know, or the memorization challenges, because there's a lot of things. There's a lot of clues. So, Zach, there's a lot of clues in the house that 
will come up in games eventually. Oh. And so people study the walls. They study like what's in the house. Oh, you gotta like root um, through stuff. Not nece- yeah, not necessarily root through, but like there are clues like in the paint. There's clues like in the decor. Oh, that's awesome. And then sometimes what the, what'll happen is they'll be outside and then they come inside and like that whole room is gone. Like there's nothing there. And then you have to try to remember what was there and where everything was. And that's how you win the next challenge. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to see the wacky. That's something that I can tell with this show is it like really knows what it is. And I see why it's been going on for so long because it's like the OG reality show. It's like, the reason that reality shows are are as wacky as they are is because Big Brother was as wacky as it is. Like they, like all these reality shows are taking from Big Brother, and Big Brother's just the one that's doing it the most every time. And it goes in a completely different direction than Survivor because Survivor feels so serious and heavy at times, and like you're crying because you're freezing cold in the in the desert. Okay, that that sentence didn't make any sense. <laughs> it gets cold in the desert. But yeah, you know I mean, what I mean. So Big Brother goes in the complete opposite direction. It is like weird and wild and these odd games and Zingbot. And, and I think it does a great job of making fun of itself. It has its own sort of universe. I mean, for example, I follow some of the Big Brother legends that tweet about only about big brother like you know what i mean like this is what they talk about all the time and so i love getting to see like janelle janelle is a big brother legend who she's probably the best player she is to big brother what sari is to survivor she's like Mm. the best player who never won the game um and so uh love getting to watch like janelle uh, talk about these things you know on twitter and like pick her pick her favorites and uh you know all that kind of thing so i'm really hoping we get some appearances from more from more bb legends we got um britney uh we got danielle reyes danielle is from season two i think very old season she was the first master manipulator she like the, she was the black one that was in the uh, the black lady that was in that opening skit little sketch yeah <laughs> and uh but she is the first she is the reason that now the jury selects the winner because what happened is she had an amazing gameplay she got to the final two but America used to choose the winner of the mm. season and America basically didn't like her because she was a backstabber. But she mm. that's what you that's what you're supposed to do to win the game. So that's why they made the move to the uh, and the other thing is the big brother players went home. They you, when you got eliminated, you just went home. Even there was no jury back then. Mm. And so all these people were at home watching um the game. Okay, let me clarify. Let me clarify. America did not choose the winner. These guys went home, watched the whole season, then came back and voted on who should win. And so they got to see the whole show. Whereas the jurors, once you get down to like the final eight or nine, 
they don't go home. They go into a secluded house and they don't watch the show. Um, they don't know anything about the show until they come back to the finale. And so you're in this sequestered house for six weeks or something like that. Um, like Ponderosa so for Survivor. Yes. That's the reason that they changed uh, how it worked. Because originally all the house guests went home, literally went home to their house, could watch the show. And then none of them voted for her to win, even though she had to guess mm. the best gameplay, you know. Mm-hmm. That From, was long. I apologize for that. <laughs> oh, hey, no, it's a it's a good BB education. I need the most information about this show as I can get because I'm so confused most of the time. Yeah, yeah. So for those who who don't know, a normal week kind of starts on Thursday. We play a competition to decide who's the head of household or the HOH. The HOH gets special privileges. They get their own bedroom with a key. They get their own bathroom which in the Big Brother house is a big deal because 17 people share one bathroom with one shower. That's horrible. One toilet. I can't imagine sitting on a toilet with 17 people. Anyway. Uh, They um, get their own snacks. I don't think they're using it all at once. Yes, that's true. The big, they are not. The Big Brother, the, the HOH, they get their own snacks. They get music from home. They get photos and letters from family members. Um, so it's they can they have cameras in their room where they can see what's going on. Oh, outside, yeah. Um, so there's really great privileges to being the HOH. So they have a couple days to think about who they want to put up to be nominated to go home. Then they decide who's it's two people that are going to be nominated. Sometimes it's strategic and it's just, you know, you're a really good player, so I want you to leave. And sometimes it's, hey, uh, you're not really going to leave this week. You're just a pawn and somebody somebody else is my target. So they play the veto competition, the, the, the two nominees plus the head of household and then two random players that are drawn play the veto and the power of veto basically gives someone the power to take themselves or someone else off of the chopping block. Um, and so if I'm nominated for eviction and I win, I can take myself off. And then the head of household has to replace me with somebody else. And then a, a day or two later, we vote and decide who goes home. And then you repeat that sort of every week. Um now, because of this whole scramble thing, we got things out of order. So I, so even me having watched 25 seats, 24 seasons, I don't know what's going to happen, which is really exciting. I think I kind of like having um, like nominees chosen first. Because um, I remember last year, the big, the HOH just kind of chose like two people randomly. And there wasn't any sort of rhyme or reason. Um, yeah, especially the first episode because you have no idea you're just choosing people mm-hmm. it makes a lot more logical sense to do it in the beginning to do nominees and not head of household first just being the seeing this is my first episode that does make more sense mm-hmm. yeah and i also one thing i like about sort of hoh um maybe compared to like other shows is sometimes it's it's sometimes it's nice to be hoh but other times you know i've seen that hoh comes with a sort of power that ends up 
being your downfall later on. Like you can make a lot of enemies as the HOH or yeah, you know, a lot of people are. conspiring against you. Yeah, some people are like, listen, I don't want to get blood on my hands, especially early on, because you don't want to be seen as too strong. Um, but you also don't want to be seen as too weak because people are like, okay, well, this is an easy target. They can go. Let's just get rid mm -hmm. of them. I don't want to get blood on my hands. This is an easy person to get rid of. Nobody really cares about them. So, yeah. so they it's, go. It's a real balancing act of being a social sort of butterfly who really has lots of pockets of friendship, but that's never seen as the, the real leader of the house or the ringleader of these different alliances um that, that... I, I think being a the social game in my opinion is the most important part if you have good relationships but like you just said you're not seen as a huge threat but everybody likes you you're high up on people's list of like people they want to keep Mm -hmm. um in the house that social game goes such a long way yeah big brother seems more relationship heavy than any of the other ones i've seen even like at the end you said with the jury from what i've seen and heard um a lot of times they you know that you want to vote for whoever played the game the best but it seems like a lot of times their opinion of people ends up corrupting that a lot more than like say survivor where, you know, you might see someone and say, well, you know, you stabbed me in the back and I didn't like this, but I can see objectively that you played a really strong game. And so I'm going to give you my vote. Whereas here you could have played a really good game, but if you pissed off that entire jury, odds are you're not getting the money. Well, that's what happened with Dan Giesling in season 14. He made it to the finals again. He really deserved to win that season. And they were like, nope, you know, so it, it can, yeah. it, it, it's so interesting. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. First of all, that Graham, you've already jumped on the bandwagon. I mean, yeah, it took your girlfriend watching it, <laughs> to watch it, but we'll accept that. And now Zach, um, because you guys know I've been a BB super fan for, um, for a long time so mm -hmm. i'm really I, yeah. I i look forward to the summer every year for big brother um and so very excited very yeah. excited yeah you've been telling us about the show for years um so <laughs> yeah. it's it is about time that we did this um another uh thing now that we are all watching and we're doing this podcast that we decided to do um to sort of spice things up for ourselves and to give us you know personal people to root for uh we thought we would do a bit of a draft where the three of us would pick players uh we'll pick five each that's the about the most balanced way it could split between the three of us we'll pick five players um we'll put Five dollars on each player, so twenty-five bucks total. Um, so we're just gonna have a little bet between the three of us on who we think is gonna win. We will go down the list of players, draft them onto our teams, um, and I think that'll just make it interesting as we go along or watching. Um, you know, we'll be have specific people that we're rooting for and have a a literal vested interest in these players winning. Uh, so the way we're going to do it is we'll just go down uh, in order of 
uh, well, the order I made up, and I'm putting myself first in that order. Um, we'll go me, Alonto, and then Zach, since Alonto's still winning our poll. Uh, the closes yeah. at the end of the year. Um, so let's see. I have the cast list pulled up here. Do you all have your own cast list pulled up? I got up? my cast list pulled up. Okay. I know we haven't really done a rundown of everyone real fast. Um, we haven't done a rundown of everyone yet. Hopefully everyone that's listening has watched episode one, is familiar with the players, knows what happened. Uh, let's see. For my first pick, I will say I also have another draft going on um, with Ashland's family. I'll tell you all who I have in that. I have Red um, from Tennessee. I have Blue. So I got Red and Blue. Uh, and I have Hysom. And Izzy, who I really like Izzy. Um, in fact, I think I'm going to go with Izzy for my first pick. Damn it. <laughs> that was my first choice. So as, as we pick these people, uh, we'll give you just a little breakdown on who they are in case you missed it during the show. Izzy was the professional flute player, uh, the flautist, uh, 32 from New York City um seems really nice um she talked during the episode about how you know she thinks she's going to be able to sort of blend in um and just be really friendly with everyone sort of the kind of player that i was saying myself i thought has a great chance at winning that can be um you know have people put their guard down around them uh but never really take a strong iron you know hand um in leadership um and can just sort of coast their way to the end based off those relationships. So my first pick is going to be Izzy. So now we'll go to Alonzo uh, for your pick. That's a great first pick, Graham. Thank you. It's a really good first pick. Okay, I just am going strictly off vibes. Um, also, she does something similar to what I do, strategies around branding. Love it, here for it. So I'm going to go with Blue Kim as my first choice. 25 years old from Riverside, California. Um, but she's currently in New York City. Um, so I'm going to go with Blue Kim as my first choice. Very nice. Another great pick. Um, yeah. Zach, who are you going with for your first pick? Ooh, again, it's just based off vibes. Uh, my first pick, I'm actually going to go with Red. Uh, the ah. Appalachian yeah, yeah, from Gatlinburg, Tennessee. You know, I feel like in a lot of these reality shows like Survivor and Big Brother, there's always one. There's always one like hillbilly kind of like big wacky guy. And I don't know necessarily how long he's going to make it through the competition, but, you know, he's fun. I'm going to pick him first. Yeah, I think Red's a great pick. Um, he seems he seems really fun um, in his it's interesting. Yeah. He's a very sort of country man, but he talked about in his breakdown, how he um, was in the army. And so he's met a lot of different types, a lot of different types of people. Um, he calls himself uh, something like a hippie hillbilly, something like that. He just seems like he'll be really good at making lots of different connections with lots of different people. Um, yeah. At least that's what I'm picking up from episode one, but that could easily shift. Um, so we'll go in a snake draft style, working our way back towards me. So, Zach, you get another pick. Okay. For slot number two. 
I'm gonna go with uh, let's see. I'm like, now, now I'm just like doing random. Uh, you said it's uh, how do you pronounce Felicia? Mm-hmm. Felicia, Felicia. Okay, going with Felicia, Whatever. the uh, real estate agent from Kennesaw, Georgia. Yes, I feel like uh, she same reason for red. I think she'll be able to make connections with people. I think being like an older woman, she'll kind of have that mother vibe to her that people will kind of go to her for. So I think she'd be a good person to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. Um, I One of definitely one of the older players I've seen, I don't know who's the oldest that's ever played. Um, Londo, I don't know if you have any of that info off the top of your head. Um, yeah, but... there was, um, <clears throat> there've been a few um, uh, older players. Um one of them was uh, Jerry, um, who was like 75. He was geriatric, more like. <laughs> yeah, he was in his mid 70s. <laughs> he was. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, he was oh, in his mid 70s um, when he played the game. So he was. Oh, a, a, quite a bit older than um than Felicia. So okay, um, well there we I'm go. I'm dropping a picture of him from when he was in it in the in our chat. Um, Take a look oh there. my god! Oh, holy cow! Like, he was an old man. I mean, he was. Yeah, no, he old. looks. He does. That's look a basketball old. coach. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember from last season, um, DJ Showtime. He was uh, oh, definitely the yeah. older man of the house the who made it much farther than I think anyone. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah um okay alonzo who who are you thinking for your next pick this might not be a smart decision but i think i have to choose three oh okay okay Gosh, i think she's definitely spell gonna have a target on name? her back near the beginning d-i-r-i-e Okay. I, I, I have to choose her. Okay. No, hey, I think that I, I thought it was interesting that they didn't bring up at all that she was on the traders, uh being a uh, NBC show. Right. Um, uh-huh. They they were like, uh uh, we're not mentioning some other network. Yeah. Which which <laughs> they didn't really need to with her reputation from Survivor. Right. I just thought it was interesting. Uh yeah, obviously uh, not much needed to be said about Suri. Um clearly a strategic uh gold mine there so i think she's a great pick okay so i'm still trying to pick people based off of who i think is going to do really well on the relationship front um and obviously i want someone who will be at least decent at challenges um someone who i think is going to be friendly with everyone and also be really good at making relationships and that did really well on her first challenge was America. Um, I think she's seems very like bubbly and friendly and I could see her, you know, uh, I could see it going either way with her, maybe getting a showman's going on with one of these other guys, which um, I hope not, but there's lots of other girls here who could get that going as well. So I, uh, she seems really smart and really good at the challenges. So I'm going to go with America for my second pick. Uh, which I guess that means I get my third pick now because it goes right back to me. Oh, geez. Okay, let's see. 
I'm sort of torn. I really like Bowie Jane. Bowie Jane seems really fun. She reminds me of a lot of a player last season who I had really high hopes for, but they burned out pretty quickly. She was like the police officer who became a chef. Um, I forget what her name oh. was. Uh, I I'm I'm torn between her and and Nicole, um, who seems really smart, but she's also she seems like she could be a little um cocky in a way. Um, she's you know, but also you're talking about Nicole Nicole from last year. Oh, I am talking about Nicole. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. She I really liked her, but she oh she had a a big downfall. Yeah. Yeah, she had a. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm. I am going to go with. I'm going to go with Nicole. That's what my gut's telling me. I think she's really smart. I'm hoping with her political background um, that she is able to use that for her advantage when building these relationships. I could see people like catching sort of wind of that like her trying to play people and it not going well uh but she seems pretty good at challenges and i could see her building some other strong relationships so i'm gonna go with Nicole. yeah you took mine mm. Mm. well yeah. hopefully that okay. means i made a good pick then yeah okay so okay i'm gonna go with jag jag okay <laughs> you took mine jag yeah yeah Trump think- company owner, um, mm-hmm. 25 years old, um, maybe the first, uh, I won't say out Muslim, but he, he definitely proclaimed, pro- proclaimed, you know, his faith um, on He's TV. sick, so he wears the receipt. Yes. The, the yeah. turban. Thank you. That's all. Okay, so Londa, let me write that down. Londa's got Jag. Yeah, he seems real smart um, as well. He talked about how smart he was. Hopefully that doesn't, uh, you know, I, I could see a lot of people, it seems like they come in with, you know, sort of a big head and then they either get humbled quickly or or they get kicked out. Um, but we'll see with Jag. Um, okay, now, Zach, back to you for your third and fourth pick. Okay, so my third, I'm gonna go. Oh no, I almost said Jared, but he he's up for elimination. <laughs> I know, I know that. Um, <laughs> so I'm not gonna say him immediately. I'm gonna go with one of like the basic dudes. Uh, here will be one of them. Maybe. Oh, uh, let's go with Matt. Matt. Oh, Matt, the Deaf Olympian. The, the Deaf Olympian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna do well in competitions. Mm-hmm. Uh. And he said something that's interesting that I think is going to be useful in the competition. He says, I can read lips. Mm. Like oh, can read lips from across the room. He did say that, yep. That is really yeah. interesting. I hadn't thought about that as a strategic uh, point of interest, but that's really cool. Okay, nice. Good pick. All right, so now your fourth pick. Oh, shoot. That's right. Uh, let's go with Kirsten. Kirsten, Kirsten, which one? She uh, she's the molecular biologist, very pretty. Oh. She's twenty five. Yes. Okay. Let's see. So she she was also up for um eviction. Yep. She won't. Um, she won't go home though. 
Yeah. Well, I don't, I guess what you think they're still going to like just vote like usual or. I don't know. I bet. Who knows? I don't, who knows? Who knows? Like if you look on CBS's website, by the way, Sari, she has no bio. It's empty. Yeah. She's not on this list that I have pulled up, which is why I didn't know how to spell her name. Um, yeah, I think that's weird. Interesting. interesting. So we'll see if, so if she go, if she's not really part of the game or something, then we'll have to revisit my decision. Sure. Yeah. Well, we'll have, we'll have people left over in our pot. So we should have two players left over where if anyone, so all three of us, our team is going to consist of five contestants. Uh, it can be no more than five, but if you lose one, you can pick someone from the pool up to fill your spot for an additional $5. Got it. So you don't have to pick them up if you don't want to. Um, but anyways, Alonzo, it is your turn Marjorie. for pick number four. I'm going to go with Corey. Corey. Okay, interesting. Oh, boy got dragged. I think, too, he gives the smart dude vibes. Um, mm-hmm. They the also kept showing him a lot. I know it was a live show, but they kept cutting to him, I feel like. They were showing well, him on camera. If, he's, if he gives the smart vibes that I'm thinking he's giving... Those guys always make it far in the show. They always mm-hmm. do. And then people pick up on how smart they are, but then they don't get rid of them. They keep them. So. Hmm. Yeah. He seems like a really good choice. Um, I think he just sort of got unlucky with this challenge. Um, seems really funny as well. Um, yeah. So I like Corey. I like to see more of him. Um, all right, so back to me for my fourth and then fifth, my final pick. Um, so I got two spots to fill. I think one guy I was really just getting good vibes from seems like a really nice guy. Um, don't pick, don't pick my choice. I'm gonna pick Cameron. Come on. <laughs> I was think I thought that might be. He seems real nice, real fun, uh, stay at home dad. Um, Angus vibes. Yeah, Angus absolutely. Vibes. He's absolutely giving Angus vibes. Um, and Angus I, from the Traders Australia. Yeah, yes. and you know, which was sort of a downfall for Angus. Um, but this is such a different setup that I think it's going to play in his favor. Let's see. Um, thinking, I'm thinking I'll put another guy in for my final slot. I was sort of looking at Luke, but I just didn't get great a great feeling about him um, from his sort of intro. Um, he seems nice enough, the illustrator, um, pretty good looking guy, but I don't know. He didn't seem the smartest. Maybe uh, that's me picking up on, I don't know, maybe he's a lot smarter than he made it seem from that intro. But Interesting I think- that he's an illustrator. That is interesting. And it, it looks very talented, to be sure. Um, but I think I'm going to fill my last slot with someone who I have from my other draft. Um, I really just like what he's got going on. And that is going to be Hysom. Uh Seems very smart. Um, very fit. So I think he'll do well at challenges. Um, bit older. Um, but I think he'll has that wisdom to him. So, yeah, that is my final slot. So now it's back to Alondo and then Zach for your final picks. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I guess I'm going to go with 
So there should be I see Riley that's left. I see Luke mm-hmm. that's left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that it? No. Uh, there's... Jared. Jared. Okay. Yeah, Jared. And there's gotta be more. Um Bowie uh... Jane. Bowie Jane's left. Oh, I thought oh, you I picked know. Bowie I thought Jane. You picked Bowie Jane. No, I was considering Bowie Jane before I picked Nicole. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm gonna go with Bowie Jane. Okay. Great <laughs> name. Such a good yeah. name. <laughs> that's why i was like oh graham i thought you picked her because i was nope. gonna pick her yeah bowie jane i think that's a great choice she seems really fun um really social it's a strange choice to to me to lie about your age by 11 years um she said she's gonna tell people i believe she she's said 34. 34 which i feels like a bit of a stretch for me but <laughs> um It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. She seems like she's got a cool attitude. Um, obviously very smart being a, a judge. I don't know when she sleeps <laughs> being a DJ by night. Um, but hey, I think she's pretty cool. I think she'll make good relationships in the house. Um, so Zach, I'm gonna swing it to you for your final pick. So it's down to literally Riley or Jared, right? No, well, there should be because we have um we should have two people left over because there's 17 total. So we got Riley, um, Luke. Oh yeah, Luke and Jared. Yeah. Ah, shoot. Um, let's go with uh Jared. Again, that's a person I think could do well in competitions in terms of like athleticism stuff. Even though he is currently up for elimination, also having a person you know in the game may be an advantage. So I'll go with Jared. All right. So the final breakdown for our teams uh, is as follows: I have Izzy, America, Nicole, Cameron, and Hysom. Alonzo has Blue, uh, Sari, Jag, Corey, and Bowie Jane, and Zach has Red. Uh, what? How, how to say Fel- Felicia? Felicia, Matt, Kirsten, and Jared, which means we have two spots left in our pool. Um, if any of us lose someone and decide they want to fill up their remaining slots, Riley and Luke, um, who may end up being players uh, that look pretty good to us. Um, you know, once we start seeing more of them, because uh, we really haven't got a great taste of people's personalities and how that's going to gel with other personalities. Cause it's one thing to seem, you know, like a nice person in your, um, your little, vi- you know, put together package video, but to see how people interact in a house with each other is a whole different story. I feel like Luke's Luke's not going to be popular in the house. That's why I didn't choose him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just... just based on his photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based on his photo. I'm like, he's going to annoy people. Mm-hmm. He's going to say, or he's going to say something. Mm-hmm. That offends somebody or something. I don't know. Maybe that's horrible of me, but that's kind of my first. That was my first thought of him. Yeah. No. You I. You know what? Somebody said he's giving. Uh oh my gosh! What's his name from last season? Kyle. Um, Kyle vibes. Yeah, I can see that. Wait, who who made it fairly far? Um, he based did, off but of. But then he put his foot is put his foot in his mouth. 
oh my god i totally forgot about how he went out yeah because i was thinking like oh maybe his girlfriend turned on him or something (laughs) i totally forgot about his um whole like cookout conspiracy that's crazy yeah and i felt i did feel a little bad for him i have to be honest but yeah that's that's the vibes i was getting from luke yeah he did seem really sorry about it um that was an interesting really interesting development but hey uh let's go ahead and wrap it up there we have our teams um there's a a new episode as of this recording there's going to be one tonight for us to talk about so the next time we speak we'll have uh seen a little more of the players uh know uh, a little more about who we're dealing with here what the season's going to look like how this multiverse is going to affect uh the rest of the season going forward but i am really loving this cast of of players i think we got some interesting personalities that are going to gel in really interesting ways i can't wait to see all the big season 25 twists any thoughts uh final thoughts from you guys on what's in store i'm excited it's a new thing wacky yeah yeah and i really can't wait to see uh what zach zach what you think um being a new big brother fan um you'll sort of be the voice of the audience who is joining uh who's who's also pretty new to big brother uh, i guess as i am myself uh but with that we will uh say goodbye to you all thanks for tuning in uh and keep watching big brother and come back here for our next episode of breakdowns and more catch you next time bye